Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Brooks with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm excited to be with you once again on our journey through the relationships of Jesus while he was on this earth. Today in our Connection 21 series, we will be looking into the scriptures in Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 through 38. Jesus had just healed the woman with the issue of blood. He had raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. When he left the home of Jairus, two blind men followed him crying. They were saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. That cry no doubt caught the attention of Jesus. As Jesus entered the house, which was possibly the house of one of the disciples, the blind men followed him. Jesus asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Faith was the answer Jesus was looking for. They pleased him when their answer was, Yes, Lord. Jesus then touched their eyes. He responds with, According to your faith, be it done unto you. Instantly, their eyes were open. Jesus spoke straight to them, saying, See that no man knows it. As soon as the men left, they went and told about the miracle Jesus had done for them. Have you ever been surrounded by total darkness and all of a sudden the light broke through? I remember being at a theme park in Orlando, Florida. We were on a set that was a reenactment of the movie Twister. The room was black. All of a sudden in the far distance, lightning began to strike. When the lightning would strike, you could see the formation of a tornado coming closer and closer. The wind began to blow and you could feel the rain pelting on your skin. I have never been so glad for an adventure to end. Once I saw the complete light, I felt such relief. I can only imagine the relief these men felt when they saw light for the very first time. Their storm had ended. Darkness was overcome with light. I am sure the excitement drove them to want to tell everyone about the miracle Jesus had performed for them. Jesus' fame was spreading really fast. This is the reason he told the men not to tell anyone what he had done. He was holding off his enemies as long as possible. After this, Jesus left the house. They brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. Dumb means he could not speak. Once Jesus cast out the spirit, the man could speak. The multitudes marveled at the miracle Jesus had performed. They responded by saying, It was never so seen in Israel. Demon spirits can cause many bad things to happen. This is why it is so important we do not invite them into our homes or lives by the things we watch, do, or listen to. The Pharisees were the largest religious group in Israel. They were very against the miracles of Jesus. They felt that he cast out devils through the prince of devils, 
which means they felt he used the power of Satan to perform his miracles. Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching and preaching the truth in their synagogues. He spoke of the gospel of the kingdom. He spoke of healing sickness and disease among the people. Jesus was the most amazing example of a great teacher. He taught on an informal level. He allowed them to ask questions. He used parables they could understand to get points across. Teaching, preaching, and healing were his specialties. He imparted knowledge into those around him who were willing to listen. According to Dake's study Bible, teaching is referred to 168 times and about equally in both the Old and New Testaments. Preaching is referred to only five times in the Old Testament and 138 times in the New Testament. Preaching is for the purpose of calling men to truth, while teaching is the work of making the truth clear. Every parent should be a teacher of the truth. Christ's ministry always consisted of healing. We have the access to pray for others' healing through the name of Jesus and see them healed. In Isaiah 53, 5, we are told, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Faith is the key. I have seen people who no doubt had faith and prayed in faith for the healing of themselves or others. Sometimes God chooses to heal people with an eternal healing and not an earthly healing. Either way, healing was granted. God's plan is so different than ours and it is hard with our fleshly minds to understand. It is important we trust that His plan is the ultimate plan. I found a paper my daughter Paige had written when she was in school. Jotted across the top of the paper, it said, It's not about my plan for my life, but God's plan that matters. That is so true. If we could only learn that lesson early in life, how many mistakes we might avoid. It broke Jesus' heart when he looked around and saw the multitudes. He felt compassion for them, pity and sympathy. They were without spiritual leadership. This is why it is so important to find a church where you know your pastor is led by the Lord. Spiritual leadership and guidance is a gift we all need in our lives. It is important that we study to show ourselves approved. We also need to remember that the calling of God is not a learned experience. It is hearing the voice of God. Jesus told the disciples in verse 37, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. There are many souls that are needing to be saved. There are not too many leading them to the Lord. We are called in verse 38 to pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. We cannot lead people to Christ without we are sent by him. We need to pray that God will guide us and others to lead people to Christ. To lead people to Christ, we must first know Christ ourselves. This goes back to Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
It is important we have asked Jesus into our hearts, ask him to forgive our sins, and that we strive to live a righteous life like Jesus before we can help lead others to him. Yes, you may be thinking, but we all sin. We do. The difference once you ask Jesus into your heart is that you have accepted the gift Jesus gave when he died on the cross and shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. I like to think of it like this. I could not go to sleep at night if I had done anything that would come between me and my dad. I would have to go to him and ask his forgiveness before I could go to sleep with peace in my heart. It is the same with our Heavenly Father. We cannot operate without we know things are right between us and him. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Connection 21. If you have enjoyed, please like and share with your friends and family. Leave us a review. You may find our podcast at www.kingdomrock.org. You may also find us at Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Pray with us that God will continue to open doors for us to take the gospel into the highways and byways and compel them to come to Him. Thank you, and we hope to see you next week.